everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Walk This Way podcast. I'm Corbin, your host, and I invite you to join me on a journey to discover the ins and outs of the Disney Plus platform. Whether you were excited to watch Hamilton last weekend or love watching Tangle the series, this podcast is for you. So grab a chair, grab a coffee, and grab a movie, because today we'll be highlighting two great docuseries in a Disney Plus battle. Over the past few months, Disney Plus has done what any sensible company would do. Take properties that fans already love and share some behind-the-scenes footage of how these projects came to be. Two such examples are the docuseries Disney Gallery The Mandalorian and Into the Unknown Making Frozen 2. I love both The Mandalorian and Frozen 2, so it was so much fun to learn more about the people behind these great projects. But is one of these docuseries better than the other? It's time for a Disney Plus battle. Let's send it over to the rules guy who will better explain how we'll decide a winner for today's battle. Alright folks, here's how this is going to work. In typical debate fashion, I'm going to take three minutes in defense of each series, followed by a quick rebuttal from both sides. At the end, I'll compile all of the cold hard evidence into a final verdict, and I'll crown the winner of this Disney Plus battle. Back to you, Mr. Hostman. Thanks, Rules Guy. Okay, let's get this Disney Plus battle started. First up, Disney Gallery The Mandalorian. So Disney Gallery The Mandalorian is the perfect behind-the-scenes show for any Star Wars fan. I think episode 8 of the first season really highlights this point because it describes all of the connections and the cameos within the greater Star Wars universe. It's kind of crazy to see all the reveals and things that they used from Star Wars within The Mandalorian Season 1. From the ice cream machine thing that they used to carry the Beskar that was also in The Empire Strikes Back to the gonk droid to having Dave Filoni have his own little X-Wing tribute with the other directors. It was just really cool to see all of those cameos and Star Wars elements come together. And I think one thing that the docuseries really highlighted was the fact that The Mandalorian is on the cutting edge of live action TV. To use VFX and practical effects and puppetry and a distinct score for each episode is really amazing. Um, one thing that set The Mandalorian apart from other TV shows was the use of the volume. And they have a whole episode basically talking about the volume. It's this LED room with 360 degree LED screens where they can make a landscape into whatever they want and it feels completely realistic to the viewer. I think this was evident in The Mandalorian. I don't think there was ever a moment where you were doubting what was going on with the characters or the settings they were in or the virtual effects that were happening, I think the volume really kept viewers within that scene and within the Star Wars story. And the docuseries really shows the capabilities of that amazing system. And Disney Gallery The Mandalorian also really helped Disney Plus during a dry season earlier this year. Late April, the month of May, there was not a lot of content being put out on a weekly basis. We had It's a Dog's Life, and then at the end tale of that, it was Artemis Fowl. But I think that Disney Gallery The Mandalorian 
really bridged that gap between some of the heavy hitters earlier in the year. Um, Diary of a Future President, Stargirl, Timmy Failure, and then the ones later in the summer, we've got Artemis Fowl, then we have Hamilton, and I think that Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian, really kind of bridged that gap and kept viewers going during the quarantine time or during the time, the dry spell pretty much for Disney+. Plus. And so that's one thing we can put in defense of Disney Gallery The Mandalorian. As well, I really loved the roundtable discussion element of this docuseries. To have all the directors or the cast or the effects supervisors in one room around a table allowed for some great bounce-off questions or great kind of explanations. And you get a really quick view into a bunch of different perspectives and a bunch of different experiences. And that's one thing that really sets this show apart from other docuseries. So... I believe that Disney Gallery The Mandalorian is a great contender for this Disney Plus battle. All right, that's our time. Thank you for your defense. On to the next defense. Into the Unknown, Making Frozen 2. So Into the Unknown, Making Frozen 2 is a really great inside look into Walt Disney Animation Studios and the making of a great sequel, Frozen 2. Um, One thing that sets this docuseries apart from others is that it shows that not everything is sunshine and rainbows. Within the filmmaking process, not everything is perfect. Um, They really wrestled with the idea of show yourself and the crux of the song as to who the voice is that's calling Elsa and what she's going to discover in Atahalan and the voice from Atahalan and what that meant for Elsa's character development in this film. And to show that vulnerability, that show yourself originally wasn't as great as the film made it out to be. I mean, when we reached the film, this song was the show-stopping number. I've probably listened to it more than any other song on the soundtrack. And to show kind of that progression of how things didn't always start off great, that the song wasn't always a standout hit, and that they had to recover from some of these kind of criticisms and turn that into a great film, I think that that was a very eye-opening experience to see from a docuseries. In this docuseries specifically, we got to know the directors and the cast members on a personal level. Um, One obvious example is the story about Christopher Buck's loss of his son, Ryder, in one of the early episodes. To have that, again, vulnerability with the cast, with the directors and the team members, you really were able to connect with them on a more intimate level than just a surface level DVD featurette look at the film. You really got to know these people. And by the end of the series, it was pretty easy to recognize Christopher Buck, Jennifer Lee. It was easy to kind of pick them out from the crowd and say, yeah, we've gotten familiar with these people and we feel like we know them on a more personal level than just a five minute interview on a TV show. And one thing that's great about this show is that it was filmed during the filmmaking process, as opposed to kind of an afterwards think back to the goods and the bads of how things went in the making of the film. You got to see actions in real time as they were occurring before the premiere. You were experiencing tough decisions as well as great victories as they were happening for the cast members and the directors and the producers I believe that this show did a great job at emphasizing the lesser-known roles, the roles in an animation project that are often overlooked, that are skipped on docuseries or featurettes. We really got to look at effects supervisors, layout supervisors, 
animators in detail, people who were working on one character, people who were character supervisors. I think that was really amazing to see kind of the inner workings of such a daunting animation studios. I mean, from the outside, it seems like what's going on inside is all very secretive and it's all very refined. And it was kind of awesome to learn more about the personal lives of people who would largely have never received any recognition before this series. So this docuseries highlighted the personal lives of people making a film and kind of the ups and downs as they go throughout the filmmaking process. It's time for a rebuttal. Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian. So with Disney Gallery, there is definitely a potential for continuation um, with seasons two or three of The Mandalorian. There's always the possibility that this docuseries could continue as new stories are being told and new people are brought onto the project, which is something that you don't have with Into the Unknown, as Frozen 2 is all wrapped up and has hit the world by storm, and so it's Frozen 2, the experience will never happen again. So that's one benefit for Disney Gallery. Within the Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian Show, there are less people and names to keep up with. There are three or four tables of people, each with five or six people at the table. Within the various discussions in each episode, there's at max 18 to even 24 people that you have to kind of keep up with and recognize their faces. On the other hand, Into the Unknown is kind of complicated because there are so many animators and supervisors and layouts team and the cast and the directors. It becomes kind of complicated to keep up with all those names and roles as you go throughout watching the docuseries. Lastly, there are more episodes in Disney Gallery The Mandalorian's first season, so this approach allowed the team to highlight a ton of different aspects from the making of The Mandalorian and provided an episode fit for each viewer. Rebuttal number two, Into the Unknown, Making Frozen 2. So while Disney Gallery The Mandalorian may have more episodes, Into the Unknown benefits from having longer episodes, 30 to 40 minute episodes. I think that an 18 minute episode of Disney Gallery The Mandalorian is extremely short. And while Disney Gallery has two more episodes than Into the Unknown, it's only seven minutes longer in total than the Frozen docuseries. So there's still plenty of time throughout the show to get to know the story and the people and to really kind of get a grasp on the making of Frozen 2. And even though there are less people and names to keep up with in Disney Gallery The Mandalorian, Into the Unknown allows viewers to get a very personal attachment to the people involved with Frozen 2. Whereas Disney Gallery The Mandalorian is primarily just a roundtable after-the-fact discussion that kind of glosses over the highlights and the great things that were happening, Into the Unknown really allowed you to get to know some of the employees, cast members, and directors who were involved in this project. In conclusion, both of these docuseries show the filmmakers' intense dedication to their projects. John Favreau and Dave Filoni, Jennifer Lee and Chris Buck, all of these filmmakers are overwhelmingly passionate and excited, and it makes for a great viewing experience. Disney Gallery The Mandalorian excelled in showing viewers the exciting new technology in the Star Wars universe and helped Disney Plus through a mostly empty month of May. Into the Unknown, Making Frozen 2, gave viewers the chance to connect with various cast members on a personal level and showed that sometimes the world of filmmaking is extremely tough. In the end, though, we have to crown a winner. The winner of today's Disney Plus battle is Into the Unknown, Making Frozen 2. The episodes of Into the Unknown were the perfect length for a weekend binge and fit seamlessly together in a chronological storyline. 
It never felt like a DVD bonus feature, but instead was thoughtfully crafted as an engaging TV program. I had so much fun traveling into the unknown. Well, there you have it. I had a great time watching and comparing these two wonderful docuseries, and I'm excited for more behind-the-scenes footage on Disney+. Plus. What Disney Plus battle should we host next? Send us an email at the WDWpodcast at gmail.com with your thoughts. For film reviews and other Disney content, check out our blog at walkthisway.home.blog. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the WDWpodcast, like our page on iTunes and Spotify, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. As always, thanks for joining me on today's episode, and tune in next time for more Disney magic. See ya!